This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How are you doing today? We have a special guest for you today. We actually have somebody who viewed my YouTube channel. I actually don't remember which video it was, but he raised his hand. He said, hey, I've done eight burr projects. Uh, They can be done. They can be done successfully out of state. I see lots of risk in that. But Albert's done it. Uh, let's let's welcome Albert to the show, and we're going to dig into how the heck he's doing bird projects out of state craziness. How you doing, Albert? Doing very well. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for having me. Thanks for reaching out. Thanks for agreeing to talk with somebody you've never met. I, I always appreciate social <laughs> media for that uh, the power of that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. So do me a favor, set it, set up that first Burr project, right? Burr obviously is buy, mm-hmm. um, rehab, rent, refi, repeat. This is, you know, one of those strategies that if you do it right, you could in theory get into a rental property mm-hmm. with none of your own cash, right? It's, 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 it's that it's that special thing that if you do it right, you finance it right, you can really get a portfolio with none of your own capital. So it's, it's a it's a topic lots of people like to talk about. Yeah, definitely. I mean, mine, my story started in 2013. I, I had saved up a, a while, um, been a mortgage broker at that point for about three years. Okay. So, you know, I had been saving, I had read the the purple Bible, which I poured out of course. And, mm-hmm. and I figured, you know, I had to create some passive income. So I, I figured, you know, I would just save and do it the traditional way. I mean, I could have done FHA, but this was out of the state. I was, I was in Orange County okay. at the time and living in Orange County. And uh, I bought up in Tacoma, so put 25% down. Okay. It at, the, at those days in 2013, it was easy to find distressed deals. They're all over the place. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah. And it was 305,000. It was a fourplex in Tacoma, um, three bedroom, one bath, thousand square foot each unit. Mm. Um, oh, actually, there was a powder, so maybe it's one and a quarter. Okay. So yeah, since it's a powder room. Um, so yeah, they were renting around 750 to 800 per unit at the time. Okay. Um, and slowly through time, so it's a long-term burr. Sure. I rehab every single unit as soon as everyone moved out. Um, and, and right now it's probably around 850 to 950, Woo. depending on how you appraise it. Yeah. Um, the gross rents are anywhere between 1450 on the, the less rehabbed units and yep. the more rehabbed ones. Probably about 1600 right now. All right. So let me, let's so, break. I love this deal. So let's break down this first. Four that's four. quick, so, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's wonderful. So you're sitting in Orange County, some of the most expensive dirt mm-hmm. on the planet. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm always interested. What brought you to Tacoma, right? Did you have family there? Did you have boots on the ground that you uh-huh. trusted? I mean, what was it? I mean, could you, you could have picked lots of market and let's be clear, right? Tacoma right. is cheap at 305 but a lot of the country would have right. been cheaper. So, so what brought you there? Yeah. I mean, I saw a hundred, actually I saw fourplexes in Riverside County that were, they were 450 in yeah. 2006. Yeah. 
And uh, in, in, in that 2013, 2012, they were like 125,000. Um, so oh, yeah. I, but when I went there, I was just a little thrown off. You know, there's police cars everywhere. <laughs> Every three blocks, there's another. There's, another police so I car. felt a bit unsafe. Yeah. Yeah. Another police car. That's a lot of police cars for just one <laughs> visit. Um, yeah. So, so I, I figured, you know, I'm going to find an area that's going to be a little bit better for the first time person at the okay. time. Um, but my aunt lives there. So I did have some family. I visited her and okay. uh, with my mother and, you know, we, we checked out some real estate there and that's how it kind of all began. I did numbers during my trip. Sure. And at the time I didn't have the 1% of the price mm -hmm. rule in terms of rents, mm -hmm. but I did, uh, you know, when I was, I was a finance major and they always said, you know, cash on cash return. So I yep. did the actual calculation yeah, yeah. for me. It was 10% at the time nice. yield. Yeah. I needed 10%. Nice. Um, yeah, I just followed the books. Yeah. And that's how I determined my first deal that it was okay. I didn't I never knew the rents would go that high. I figured I could probably get it to <laughs> no, maybe none of 850. Us did. <laughs> yeah, 850. I thought maybe 850. Maybe yeah. I was lucky. Right. Um, so that's what I was thinking at the time. Very you know, cool. Hundred dollar bump. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So <laughs> so wow. So again, the biggest thing when I hear people do out of state burrs. Again, Burr is a wonderful strategy. It's obviously easier if it's closer, obviously. So you can check on it, drive by it, all of that. Mm -hmm. But again, if you're going to do out of state, it is that boots on the ground, right? So I'm just curious how you use that relationship. Yeah. So I'm hoping maybe is the right word. Oh, that yeah. maybe, maybe the aunt would drive by once every couple of weeks and say, hey, Albert, somebody's not doing this or not doing that. Or why is there a car no, on the grass? Or what, what, yeah. what was the aunt doing? Well, I, I did trust. In this case, it didn't turn bad. It was good a good trust. I mm -hmm. trusted the realtor, and okay. they referred a local property management company. Mm. Uh, but they were really old-fashioned. But I think one good thing about this property management company was that they were very good with people. They were very good at vetting actual tenants. Tech-wise, they were not so good. I yeah. got them to switch to Appfolio at the time because apparently Appfolio was new at the time, but I heard about it for, for many years. Okay. And I got them to switch to nice tech that I could, you know, click refresh and see yeah. my numbers every other day. Right. Uh, but the, at the time, they were giving me monthly statements. It was yeah. pretty scary. I just <laughs> didn't want them to spend all my rent money. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So, yeah. So I, I trusted them in that, but they were good at one thing that I got lucky on is they were good at actually vetting good people. So, okay. so we got reasonably good people. All these years, I've only had one eviction. Well, that's not bad. That's not so, bad. All right. Yeah. So let's stay on this first eight. deal. So you buy it 305. Yeah. 305. 305. You, your tenants recycle, you remodel or clean up, if you will. Uh, right. What are we talking? Are we talking five grand? Are we talking 15 grand? What was kind of the blend for a, a thousand square foot? Oh, the, the remodel. At the yeah. first remodel, I didn't know what to do. Yes. Yeah. You know, I was a newbie. I just, I just did five grand. I just did paint, yeah. knobs, yeah. Uh, flooring, and, um, touch up paint and, yeah. and some of the lights were out. So we would replace some of the fixtures. That, that yeah. was it. Yeah. I didn't do any cabinets, no new counters and, you know, nothing, no new baseboards or heaters no. or anything. Okay. Um, yeah. And then what was the big and one? I was what able was... to get, sorry, go ahead. Uh -huh. I did a 25 K rehab. That one was a big jump, but that was later on in, in 16. Okay. Cause this is a property I, I slowly rehabbed over time. And I constantly got new HELOC or home equity lines of credit on. Oh, okay. So I would get more and more equity because the valley kept going up. And in, in 16, it was maybe worth four fifty, five hundred. Okay. Um, over time, I got bigger lines, and now I have a bigger line on it now. 
but uh okay but yeah during the biggest rehab was during 16 i would i spent 25k on it one of the lower units mm -hmm. and at the time i thought you know 1395 was insane i got 1395 everything else was 1150 at the time all the other units in 2016 okay so i had a three almost 300 dollars bump and yeah. that was to me that was pretty big yeah. um because 250 extra times 12 3000 a year so I, my minimum for my rehab was similar to my buy criteria i wanted to make uh, yes, yes. Over 10% cash on cash. For sure. But not only that, from a lender point of view, I was thinking, okay, what, what is this going to add to the value? Mm -hmm. And as a lender, I know I can cash out to 70% on a one to four unit mm -hmm. from a conventional Fannie Mae point of view. So, so I wanted to make sure I was under the 70 so I can get all my original money back eventually. Makes, makes total sense. Um, okay. All right. Yeah. So, so let's, so, okay. You buy this in 13, uh, you still own it today? I do. Okay, so eight years have gone by. So it sounds like what you did is you put in traditional financing up front, right? 25% down, 30-year fixed. Yeah. Back in 13, I'm going to guess rates were five and three quarters, 6%, something like that. Um, I was an originator, right? So I did my own loan. So um, I didn't charge myself anything. <laughs> um, so it was 4% 30-year fix. Oh, yeah, It was really good for the time. Yeah. I mean, even today, it's decent. Yeah, for an investment um, loan, for sure. Yeah. So, okay, so you had really good money. Yeah. Uh, hence, you probably haven't refied it then. You probably haven't bothered. Just, you just add a HELOC on top. Yeah, I just added HELOC. I didn't want to touch the first yeah, because it was so good. Yeah. I didn't want to you know, mess with it. Yeah, you only got 22 years left or whatever it is. So, yeah, makes makes total sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, so you've obviously used the HELOC. You've already shared with us to kind of remodel the unit, right? You talked about that 25K unit. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that became... Uh, a bank for your next couple of purchases is is that a fair assumption um i had a condo in orange county i ended up selling because i moved to washington okay but i didn't move there till the fourth fourplex but in between the second the third and the fourth how i purchased them um the first two were were actually from savings okay and just um i borrowed against one of the cars so i get really creative you oh, know yeah. we did, did. um yeah. borrowed against had a free and clear car. I went to Penn Fed Credit Union, mm -hmm. got a, I think it was 100% uh, of, I think it wasn't Kelly Blue Book, it was some other one. Um, yep, I did that. Whatever that value is, right? Yeah. You got 100% of it. They, they send you a check. It's pretty cool, right? And you can yeah. use it because yeah. lenders, as long as it's secured money, you can use it. Yeah. So I bought the second one with savings and a, a cash out title loan. Yep. Um, okay. That's good. The third and fourth, I sold a condo in, in, um, so you sold in your Orange primary County. Residence. So I got some proceeds. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm guessing it was a primary residence. It was yeah. or was not? It was at the time it wasn't, it was a rental, but I had lived in there prior right. to this recent year. It mm -hmm. was a primary and then it became a rental, but yeah, I sold it. So then that gave you the 250 K tax free, no, no taxes. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So then I, I bought two, number three and number four, fourplex. Okay. And so I, I just wanted to buy fourplexes because it was the most units you can get with yeah. financing. I understood because yeah, at the time I read about commercial, but I never used it. Okay. So, All right. So yeah. uh, when, what year did you get the final, would you get the fourth fourplex? What year did you get that? Um, Roughly that one was 14, 14. So by the end so of the, the first so you, two, 13 yeah. by 14, you already have four fourplexes. 
So 24 months. Right. Left. So 16 doors. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Right. Wow. That's cool. All I mean, it was a sale. Area. So it wasn't like I saved all that money, you know? Yeah. All the same area. So the same management company managed it. Perfect. I was able to negotiate down from 8% management fee okay. down to, to seven. So I mean, I saved 1%. It wasn't hey, like, you know, it, adds it up. changed my life, Yeah. but it adds up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. All right. So did all four of those four plexes go just the same traditional 30 year fixed rate loans? Um, the second one, yes. The okay. third one, what was the third one? Bridgeport. Yeah. The third one conventional as well. Okay. But the fourth one, it was completely, it was like vacant and there was mm. people, you know, hoarders in there. Oh yeah. Squatters. So that one, it was the first time I ever used HML, hard money lending. Oh, I, you know, that's the first time go. I ever used hard money. In 2014, it wasn't cheap. It's not like now where, you know, it's probably eight and a half percent and one or two points. It, it was 14% and <laughs> two points. Oh, yeah. I remember doing so, deals so, at 12 yeah. and two. Yeah. 12 and two, yeah. 14 and two. Yeah. yeah. 12 and two, 14. I was the Ooh. first time. So, you know. Oh yeah. 14, you got to bump them. But... Yeah. First time hit them, get them. <laughs> yeah. All I right. know. I know. So, so walk me through that one. That'll so that be a was, fun uh... one. So you get what was it? So that one's uh, a that one's a traditional burr in the in yeah. traditional sense because Let's the other ones that. I slowly rehabbed and created value and then refinanced over time, right? Right. But the fourth one was an actual one where it was all vacant. I rehabbed all four units. Um, it was two hundred forty-four. Okay. For the fourplex purchase. Got it. Um, it's thirty-three hundred square feet. Okay. And they're all two bedroom, one bath. Got it. Um. Okay. Two stories, and, like two, uh, on, that two one, on the bottom, two on top, or four? Two stories. Okay, two stories, yeah. Yeah, two in the bottom and two on the top. So it has the stairs and then, yep. you know, for the, the top two units. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that style of uh, units. Uh, so 244, I spent two two points. So the loan was like, it's like 5K in points, 4,800 or 5K in points. Gotcha. And um, the rehab was about 93, as I recall. 93,000 for all the units. That was roof. That was a sum siding repair. We have every single unit with shaker cabinets. At the time I used granite, I didn't know about quartz. Um, at the time I didn't know about vinyl plank. So mm -hmm. I used carpet and, and but I did fix all the fixtures, everything. There was a broken window. There was a, you know, some bullet shells. So we had to remove <laughs> those. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so what? So all part so, of doing the birds, right? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're gonna, the only way to really do a bird, <laughs> just people need to hear this, is you need to buy yeah. a pretty significant value add opportunity, right? Cause you're trying to make a spread, right? You're, yeah. you're trying for every dollar you're putting yeah. in, you're trying to get a dollar 30 of value, right? That's what you're trying yeah. to do with the first. So you can refi your 70% out. I mean, that's, that's the goal. So when you did this hard money loan, just for other people know yeah. the pr purchase price was 244 repairs. Let's just call it a hundred. Right. Um, what did they bar? What did uh -huh. they lend you? Right. They did loan you 200 and then you escrowed the hundred and you got draws uh -huh. or how'd all that work? I did it pretty risky. I didn't know about rehab because it was my first time using hard money, right? Okay. So I didn't know that you could include the rehab in the hard money. I mean, nowadays I know that, but yeah. but at the time I didn't. So I just put 20% down. I borrowed 80. That was it. And we financed the points. Okay. So, so the points were baked in. So you borrow. So, so yeah. Okay. So you yeah. had to bring in roughly 50 grand. Roughly. Yeah. But I did know enough to structure the loan as a hundred percent. So what we did was we took the 20%, right? Okay. We put it in a collateral side account. Okay. The agreement with the hard money lender was if, if it, if it appraised high enough, I could refinance the entire 250 something right. that they will release the 20 back to me. So in essence, I have a hundred percent loan and I will release my 20 K back to me, Got but it. 
that was all predicated on it appraising high enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I talked to the hard money lender because I understood lending, you yeah. know, so I, I knew what I had to appraise for. And so that part I had, so I had a little bit of a leg up than the average person, I guess, because I knew what the values needed to be and what the income needed to be to qualify. Sure. Um, but how much time did So yeah, I, I, uh, they give me six months on that one. Those, you know, that's, I, I, I finished it in three though. I oh, bought you, it in damn, late you're good. October. I maybe I'm lucky with the contractor. He did okay work, you know, looking back compared to now, but it was yeah. decent work. But again, I mean, you, I mean, again, I don't know Seattle or Tacoma at all, but I mean, I've, I've purchased yeah. vacant or squatter properties. And sometimes in California, you can't even start work for 60 days because <laughs> those damn squatters have rights, <laughs> you know? So, oh, you did a little, little bit of a re rewind was um, the one squatter. Cause what happened was the lady who bought it for, she bought it for like four forty 40 uh -huh. with a, with a 90, 10, 10. So she hundred percent finance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so she, she didn't know how to manage it. So what she did was she mass released it to the city of Tacoma, and they put in low income and oh, wow. and uh, people. So they they were not really. I mean, they weren't paying. I guess you can't say they're squatting, but the city w didn't want to manage it either. So they just decided to short sell it, and and they moved all their their residents out. So that's how I was able to get everyone out in less than thirty days. So okay. They just moved everyone out. So yeah. then, so so the leaseor, the city's like, hey, new owner, we'll take them, we'll put them somewhere else. You're yeah. good to go. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah, right. But, but there was no guarantee at close. I closed with the tenant there. They just gave us a verbal that they would move out. You know, they could have just squatted oh, and absolutely. stayed there for many, you know, many months. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So you got a little lucky there. I've been, yeah, that uh, cash for keys, lots mm -hmm. of other stuff could work. So, okay. So you, you, you go in at this point, I'm curious, are you still in Orange County? Or are you up at this project weekly or what's going on? Uh, yeah, now that it's a massive rehab, right? The other ones were just one unit rehabs. Yeah. I would come up every three months, but this one was a big one. And I, in the first draw was 20K. I didn't want to hand 20K to some <laughs> random contractor. No. So I, I literally met the contractor and his parents at an Applebee's, nice. had lunch with them. They, they seem like good people. I'm like, if I get scammed on this, you know, th this is like a big fail, you know, because yeah. I, I felt I had good feelings, you know, I, yeah. I didn't have any suspicions. Okay. Like these are good people. So I trusted them. Okay. Nowadays, I have much better vetting. I've got like skip tracing and all sorts of stuff. Right. But back then it was just a gut, it was okay. a gut feel, write a check. Yeah. 20K, <laughs> started the 90, uh, 93,000 rehab project. Yeah. 20K started yeah. Yeah, started, right? Insane. Materials and all of that, right? Yeah. It makes total sense. Okay. I was, I was scared. Yeah. But so, I did it, so how often did you go to the project? You hand them 20 grand. Are you there daily, um, weekly, monthly? What's going on? At that time, the lender I was working for had an office down the street in Tacoma downtown. Okay. So I figured, shoot, if, the, if I could work here, I have representation from the company I'm working with. Um, I could just move in as an owner occupant. It, it, it makes it easier to refi too, because the oh, amount sure. of loan you can get is higher loan to value. Yep. So, so that was an advantage. I saw that as a less risk and I was already up there every month. I was coming up there just to check out the project Okay. during this time. So that was October 14 till I finished in late February 15. So that, that three or four months span right there. All right. So yeah. okay, finish up at four months. So do you actually move in? Do you actually, 
assume ownership? I did. Yeah, I did. I mean, as a lender, we have no defense, right? If we say primary and we were oh, called out, then yeah. we have no defense because yeah. we're, we're assumed to be a professional. Of course. So, all right. So you move in. So, so yeah, I did move in. Yeah. That's awesome. And then how long do you take you, yeah. or I guess not you, the property manager to re, uh, lease the other three? You know, I was scared that it wouldn't take long or it would take long, right. but it was actually pretty quick. We leased them at 995 per unit plus 65 water sewer garbage for right. um, flat, yeah. flat fee. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they all leased up. That was roughly 30, 30, 30 $3,150, $3,100 nice. a month. And then you go back. Um, and the mortgage can, was. Yeah, do a refi. Yep. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Refinance. Sorry. There was a hard money is way more. It was like 2,500 yeah, was... interest only. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, 14 so, points. I mean, what do you want? 14%. That's how. Yeah. yeah, 14%, <laughs> Right. Yeah. So then that was not even tax. If you included tax insurance oh. and everything it would have been like 3000. Oh yeah. yeah. At least. Yeah. But so but I was able to refi that down to, to, to six, 1560, actually oh, nice. 1565. Okay. So I was bringing in 3,100, 3150. Right. And then okay. I had, I had management fee. I wanted to make sure none of my tenants knew I was a you know, owner. Yeah. I, yeah. Me you too. Know, so Nice. Yeah. So you're living for free. So that one worked out. Yeah. You you were house yeah. hacking and you were house hacking a burr. Talk about being creative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's house hacking and a burr. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It is both. Actually. Yeah. It's both powerful. It's I mean, if you can house hack a burr, that's awesome. Best financing, yeah. most leverage. It's like you said, yeah. mo I don't think most people picked up on it. The biggest yeah. risk in a burr is actually the last R. It's the refi. Yeah. Refis are more. Refi is the biggest risk. Yeah, they're more conservative. It's not a purchase yeah. um, appraisal. It's a refi appraisal. They're a lot more conservative. But if you're doing a house hack, you know, you, you can go higher because you won't do 70% or 75 LTV. You'll go to yeah. 80%. So that's that's pretty genius. Yeah. All right. So now you, you know, got the funny thing was I actually didn't get the full 250, though, actually. Oh, the appraisal only came in at the time because, you know, it's, it's still a slow market. Yeah, that's true. It's 2015, right? Yeah. Three, four months later. So 2015, there weren't very good comps for fourplexes in downtown. Oh wow! So so my appraisal was, I believe, 330. Okay. So it was it was only high enough to get out the original 244. So I had to bring in 10k to pay the hard money points. I got 244, which is the purchase price. So all my rehab was stuck in there mm. for two more years. Later on, when the value went up more, I, I was able to get a HELOC and actually get all my original rehab too. I got everything out. Yeah. Just yeah. sat there for two so years. So it was an infinite return. Yes. Yeah. So it took, it was a two-stepper, two R's, <laughs> refi, refi. Refi, refi. There you go. So, okay. Now we're sitting <laughs> at 16 yeah. doors. You've done two, two or three conventional. You've done your first true burr, value-add burr. Uh, where do you mm -hmm. go next? Because you've got uh, four more. Do you, do you go heavy, you know, buying trash or are you buying normal? What are you, what are you buying next? Um, yeah, I've got two, uh, two duplexes after in similar situations. They were all short sales. They were all, you know, waiting for the, the short sale pre-approval letter from, I forgot what the lenders were like B of A or Green Tree or SLS, yeah. you know, one of those companies, Oh yeah. one of them or Chase. I remember one of them was Chase. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I would buy them. They were usually vacant and those ones were all full burrs too. Vacant, full rehab, everything. All right. So you um, go back to hard money lending? You know, uh, yes, they were all hard money. So I start. I learned hard money. I was like, wow, this is really cool. I can finance the entire thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do have to put that side collateral account. I was talking about earlier, the sure. down payment. And the reason why I did that was because I wanted the entire hard money loan to be bigger so I could refinance all of it out. 
as right. a regular refi. Of course. Because if you do a smaller hard money loan, then we would have to do a cash out refi, which is harder as a conventional yep. lender. Yep. So, so that's the reason why I did that. Some people ask me, why, why would I do that? You know, so. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so, so now you get two more duplexes. Are we into 16 or where, where's this, where's this timeline? It's 20. So it's, uh, yeah, I was in late, late 15 and then okay. early 16, I got the two duplexes. Right. And since I could use hard money and finance most of it, I didn't need much capital. Right. Right. Of course. That's so the whole I thing spent my her. money yeah. having units. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So I had to be creative. I had loans for cars. And at the time I learned about, you know, using money from unsecured lines. Yeah. They say you can't use unsecured money and it's true, but it's, you can only not use unsecured money during the actual loan process. If you had unsecured money from like a, let's say a line of personal line of credit, mm -hmm. you could just park it in your account for two or three or longer months. Mm -hmm. And it would be considered your money right. from a lending standpoint. Yeah. Uh, but during a loan, if they see you take out that unsecured money, then yeah, you can't use it to close with. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. All right. I would use that to repair. I mean, at that time I was very tight. I had to use everything I could to do the rehabs. Yeah. For us, we, we did a lot of this. We were doing houses, not, not too many units, but we were, we were borrowing uh -huh. hard money for the entire purchase price. And we were, we were pretty much doing the same thing. We were funding the repairs and then we would come back at the end and we would go private money because the loans were kind of small, they were sub hundred K. Uh, we would, we would take the hard money out wow. and get all our, we'd get all of our repair money back. We did that 50 times, 40 times. It's pretty cool. So you just rinse and repeat them. That's oh yeah. We would, I was doing, yeah, I was writing about it on bigger pockets way back before they created the birth thing. And I guess, you know, I was, I wasn't smart enough to make it an acronym. So good for them. Yeah. Me either. I just called it infinite return in yeah, my that mind. Works for me, if yeah. I can get all my original. Yeah, the original money back. And yeah, I just I, all I was trying to do so is realtors and brokers. Yeah, I was just trying to yeah. add houses with none of my own money. Just if I had to leave my money in there for ninety right. days while I was working it, fine. But I'd want to get it back out as fast yeah. as I could. That was that was a lot of fun. So when when is the last property you bought? What year was that? Last one I bought was this December. Uh, oh, it was so West Seattle. So these okay. are more expensive. Yeah, yeah twenty twenty. These are more expensive. They're 860 for the fourplex. Um, currently, they're probably around a million fifty to one one, even wow. with no rehab right now. Wow. Um, so I, I, that's the entry price. It needs a ton of work, and the so the, this is a different type of area, right? It's not Tacoma anymore. Tacoma would be closer to like uh, maybe a, a Riverside County or a okay. San Bernardino County, sure. In terms of yep. type of incomes and 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 folks. West Seattle is median income 115 per Ooh. household. So it, it's yeah. twice as much as Tacoma. Right. Um, so so you, there's way more upside in the rents, but this is appreciation too. Um, so so my goal in that is to slowly rehab as well because they're all tenanted. Mm -hmm. So right now I'm actually rehabbing one of the units downstairs. It's a okay. studio. Um, so I can't I can't talk about burning the entire property. I wish. Yeah. Because we're okay. in the middle of this. Uh, interesting moratorium. Yeah, no joke. And uh, we we can't uh, can't really do the entire project at one time. Yeah. So do you have a tenant that? Do you have any tenants that are not paying? I'm just curious. Do you have a bunch of units? I have two that are well. They pay partially, and then they right now they're not paying the last month. But then there's two. So there are two. Yeah, I have right two. Now. I have two problem ones. Yeah. Very cool. So again, the Burr project for you started out of state. You've since moved there. You've gone bigger and bigger. I mean, I'm curious that. That 244 yeah. 
was that the first one? No, what was it? 305. 305 uh, was your first. Yeah. 305 is the first purchase. First one, yeah. Uh, what do you think it's worth today, conservatively? 800? I'd say 850, really low. Okay. I doubt it. It will probably be around nine, 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 nine hundred. So not oh. bad appreciation. Not bad. No, yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing I liked about being in Tacoma was it was kind of like a hybrid market mm -hmm. where you got cash flow, but you also got appreciation, most probably because from the 50 to 60,000 engineers that Amazon hired, that money kind of just exploded oh, yeah. everywhere. For sure. Um, especially when their stock went to like two or 3000 during COVID. Yeah. It, um, it, it really, and they, and all these tech people, they didn't know where to put it. So they, they had to exercise their stock units. Yeah. Our shoes. Yeah. And I guess they bought everything up. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So, so that's the one thing we deal with here that I don't have a lot of in Orange County. Like most of the clients I work with from a lending side, they're not usually tech in Orange County, but yeah. here Lots uh, of tech. In, in Bellevue, they seem to be, yeah, they seem to be mostly tech. Very cool. Yeah. So at this point, you know, you, you, you've done eight, seven burrs complete in your, in your eighth. Am I got the story kind of right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, well, have... there was a townhome in between there. Okay. So, sorry. Yeah. Right. There's a townhome. It yeah. sounds like you sold it or what, what does that mean? No, I kept it. It was just, it was like, I don't usually do one unit properties, oh, I got it. Okay. but it, it was a great deal. I mean, it was in an area that I knew at the time would rent for 12, 1300. Yeah. Um, it was 95,000. Oh, so you can kind of see the day. numbers right there. Yeah. The rehab was 25. So I spent 120 yeah. and I ended up renting for 1500 in that time. That was 2017. Okay. Um, now it's renting for 1850, but at that time I thought 1400 is my target at the oh, time for awesome. that deal. So at this point, since so, you're in the business of mortgage, and we'll talk about that in a minute, at this point, yeah. I'm guessing, I'm guessing at least uh, seven of them have 30 year money on them. Is that fair? Uh, later on, I ended up going to a commercial credit union and just oh, getting okay. a blanket note. Sure. The massive line of credit. Yep. I mean, partly for simplicity, because it was a little bit higher. It was four, it was four and a half. But I could pay one line and, and yep. you know, didn't have to micromanage like two or three loans per property with, because, you know, each property had a first mortgage and then it had a second and third, you know, yeah. yeah. So there was like all these micro payments we had to do every month on auto pay. And it it's was, like, ah! I don't know how you deal with it, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, you must be really good with details because uh, I am not, but my wife is. So we are, we are dividing company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's okay. Yeah. Good, yeah, for good. about yeah. 60 minutes a month. She's not very happy but <laughs> it works out. That's cool. So you have the yeah. commercial line now. That's awesome. Uh, you're, are you still doing, mm -hmm. I mean, how can you find Burr projects that work? I mean, that's the one thing that, again, I think when Burr gets hot, people start yeah. writing books about it. It's almost the wrong time, right? Burr was really cool in 13, yeah. really cool in 14, really cool in 15. Mm -hmm. I would put Burr up there with yeah. pretty risky in 2021. It is. It is. I would say it's very risky right now. You, you really have to have a, a plan B and C and D. Oh, yeah. Like my plan is luckily I'm in a, a higher income industry. I could probably just plow through or, or, or use my other cash flow to supplement the current birds that go wrong. Mm -hmm. I, that's a risk I've taken. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I ha there is upside. There is upside in the rents and everything, but still things could go wrong, right? I could be overpaying. I could, the rehab could go over. I've, yeah, your, mar your margin of rehab safety, cost. Yeah, your mar margin of safety in mm -hmm. 2021 versus 2014 is microscopic today. <laughs> yeah, right. You had a huge margin. Yeah, it's, it's like this. 
before it was like this. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want people to hear this. I mean, there's a book out there uh, by you know Bigger Pockets author that's that makes it look easy, and I just got to remind people it was mm-hmm. easy in 2014. It's not yeah. necessarily easy in 2021, especially with no inventory. I mean, yeah. I'm seeing junk today sell for retail prices. I mean, how can you find yeah. value add when junk That's sells true. for retail, right? I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, he, he lived uh, probably 50 minutes away from Tacoma yeah. in uh, Grays Harbor. It's another county to the to the west of uh, Tacoma. Yeah. And uh, bigger Brandon Hall, right? Can we say yeah. that? Or... Yeah, go ahead. I don't mind. <laughs> Yeah. Is that Brandon Hall? No, not Brandon Hall. Uh, Brandon Turner, the, the guy from Bigger Pockets. Turner, yeah. Turner. Turner. Brandon yeah, Brandon Hall is in a turn. Yeah. Mountain. Yeah. yeah. Turner. Brandon, uh, Brandon yeah. Turner is in uh, Hawaii now, I think. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. Yeah. Good for him. But yeah, it's. Um, I just want people to realize that Burr is amazing. Burr is a way f- to uh-huh. get in and out of properties and have no cash, infinite return. To your point, Albert. I just the last mm-hmm. R that refi catches a lot of people. Right. It's like I needed it's most it to, dangerous. I needed to appraise for 300. It came in at 280. I'm mad at the appraiser. He's too conservative. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm like, you can't do anything about it. What are you gonna no, where are you gonna yeah. find the 20 grand? Right. If you especially right. if you had hard money, right? If all that's wrapped up in hard money and you need oh, 300, so you only got 280. Folks, it's not, it's it, just here, Albert tell you it was much easier in 2013 than 2021. You know, the, the one good thing about those back in the day was that you can buy them really cheap, right? But the downside was nothing was selling high. Yes. My, my appraisal was hard. Yeah. The I have to pay full price, you know, or, or higher price. Yeah. Um, so so there, whether, whether you're in 2014 or whether you're in 2021, there's always an adversity. Yeah, there's that's true. Kind of adversity. Yeah, the, the, uh, I remember <laughs> appraisals being... Um, a challenge because there was so much there was almost nothing yeah. going retail it was all distressed right and that's hard to comp that right that, that's how i got around it with private money because there's no appraisal in private money so right that was- exactly and you know appraisers technically they cannot use distress comps as comps but the problem was every comp was distressed you had to use them they had everything to was everything distressed. there was the only stuff transacting <laughs> yeah. in like four years it was yeah it was crazy right well, Albert, do me a favor. If somebody's looking for financing in this space, I know you're in Washington. Yeah. How should they reach out to you? How should they follow right. you? What's, what's going on? Yeah, they can feel free to give me a call. I'd be happy to help them out. It's uh, 866-203-0050. And uh, our company is Abney One Capital, and I'm a loan officer. And I'd be happy to help anybody. Um, email is also Albert, A-L-B-E-R-T, at uh, Avenue, spelled out the digit one and then cap for cap.com very cool and just so we know what what you're helping people with is it residential is it commercial is it private money hard money what what are we doing it's one to four one to four conventional i mean there's fha jumbo va um mainly i focus on just helping investors i mean i do get i work with first-time buyers you know if it's a referral from my friend or realtors but most of the people I'm trying to help are the people that were doing burrs like I've done, with, yeah. who've gone through the anxiety of this refi, of trying to get out of the hard money. Because it's really scary when you're paying 14%, oh, you know, two points. And now are you just servicing Washington State? Are you national? What's the story there? Uh, licensed in nine states. Okay. So it's Washington, Oregon, California, uh, Idaho, Texas, Tennessee, um, 
Did I say Colorado? Colorado, okay. Oklahoma, and Florida. Very yeah. cool. So nine states. Nine states. Very cool. Well, Albert, yeah. this has been a lot of fun. Any closing thoughts on Burr projects, the do's and don'ts that you want to leave people with? Um, it, I, I would have to agree with you on back when you said the most risky part is that exit refi. Yeah. And I always try to help people before they even get into the hard money or private money up front. How are they going to get out? Yeah. And we're, we're already looking at comps. That's awesome. I'm looking at all this stuff, trying to help people plan that the riskiest part, I, in my opinion, the riskiest part. So that, that would be my last thought on that. That's, that is great advice. You've really got to look at the exit and folks be more conservative. Yeah. I can't tell many, tell you how many people have brought yeah. me comps. Michael, see the comps say it should be 212. <laughs> how did it get me 177? Yeah. Folks purchase money <laughs> appraisal versus yeah. a refi appraisal. Completely different. Very, right. Very conservative. So Albert, thank you for your time, man. Thanks for reaching out. Yeah. I appreciate it. Good connecting with you, Michael. Thank you, buddy. Have a good one.